Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Kicking out North Luma's way. Here comes Dayden. Scramble. Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Inside Fantasy Sports Podcast. Yes, g'day guys. Welcome back to Insight Fantasy Sports. It's the countdown show. We're about an hour away from round 20, and I thought, why not? We'll hop on. I'm riding solo, as you can see. It's just me, Supercoach Brain, uh, bringing you the countdown show. Maddie's on holidays. Shock me. Once again, sipping pina coladas. Uh, so I'm here to talk to you about all things round 20. I'll answer all your questions, all of your trade questions coming up for what is kind of a, a pretty tricky round. So I'll do my best to cover it all. I'll talk through my teams. It's something a little bit different. Uh, never really kind of shared my screen or my team or anything like that, but we'll we'll talk through that, my moves this week. We'll go through the popular kind of moves as well, the uh, top 10 most traded in, the top 10 most traded out. We'll talk through them, popular trades, and um, as we go, I'll answer questions. So this week, a uh, bit of a bit of a tricky one. I'm, I'm running kind of short this week. So as you can see on the screen, if you're watching on YouTube, uh, first of all, please hit subscribe if you if you haven't subscribed yet. Uh, obviously, it helps us grow the channel. If you're listening on audio, I'd probably recommend maybe popping over onto the YouTube on this one and, and just checking it out. Uh, my team for this week. Now I'll talk through my changes first. I'm doing two trades, as you can see in the top right there. Got seven trades left, 150k in the bank. So my two trades this week are: I'm bringing in Fafita and Munster. I'm moving Isaiah Papali and Cody Walker. Now Cody Walker is a bit of a reluctant sell, but 
I feel like as much as I'd love to hold him, the Rabbitohs two buyers coming up just really aren't favorable for them. And it was made, um, a really good point was made by a friend of the podcast, Arsene Dragon in the Discord, that uh, the Rabbitohs are doing a lot of traveling over the next uh, seven, eight weeks. They're, they're basically living out of a suitcase for six weeks. And I didn't actually take that into consideration, but it made it easier for me now to move Cody Walker. So uh, Cody Walker to Munster. I feel like Munster's at bottom price now. You're getting a 200K discount on Cam Munster. And we know what he can do at super coach level. And then Isaiah Papali hasn't really done what I hoped he would do. So I'm moving IPAP on now to get David Fafita back in. And I feel like he's one of those guys that you're going to need in your team. And I think we said it on Tuesday, you're going to want him. You're going to want him in your team. And I think you need to probably free up cash or find a way to get him in this week. There were some scares, I think, around his availability. Uh, so that has been quashed, I guess. Uh, it was misreported by NRL.com that they said that uh, he was suffering a hit pointer injury after Origin is why his minutes were limited in Origin. That's not the case. Uh, his minutes were limited because he had a bit of a stiff back uh, from all accounts, but came on at the back end of Origin 3 at the game there and finished the game off, which is positive and probably enough for me to be able to just take a plunge on him. Um, so I'll just back him in. G'day, Fourth World, Queenslander, Benny G. Thanks for hopping on, boys. Um, anybody, like, if you missed the start, drop your questions in for round 20. We'll cover them as we go. Uh, so yeah, those are my moves this week, which leaves my team looking a little bit like this. So I still got Damian Cook. I don't actually think I'm going to move Damian Cook. I think I'll probably just run without Harry Grant, which makes me a little bit nervous, but not overly. I feel like Cook can probably match it with Grant. I know Grant has the bigger ceiling, but I don't mind Damian Cook. I don't think he's a bad option. And I think he's quite a good pod to go against Harry Grant. If you wanted another hooker, you'd probably want to go Harry Grant against Cook. Um, I've still got Reed Marnie and I've ran with Reed Marnie since I think round three. So, uh, he's going to do a job for me. He's 500 K he's super cheap. And I know his price plummeted recently, but his price is coming back up now. Um, if you want a second hooker and you're a little bit worried about getting cover or whatever, Reed Marnie's still a great option at sub 500 K. You know what you're going to get, except people won't get him this week. They have bigger problems on their hands. Uh, I've got two who Tohu Harris, sorry. And, and Max King starting in the front row. Now, I obviously can't, well, I could use the reserve, but I've actually got five reserves available this week, uh, and I've got a non-player in Valence Tavare. So I'm going to get the automatic emergency of Christian Welch, and that's the only option, which is great. So it leaves me with even 17 this week. Um, so running skint, I can't afford for any of these Origin guys to not back up. So, so fingers crossed. Fingers crossed they do. Uh, so I brought in for feeder, as I said, for Isaiah Papali. I've still got Nikara, Olakawatu, and Hopgood in there in the two RF. Um, at the moment, I've got the VC on Kalen Ponga. Uh, I feel like he probably could do some damage to the Tigers tonight. Uh, I've got the captaincy on Moses at the moment. I'm still a little bit unsure about whether I go with Moses, potentially Gutherson, or even David Fafita. Uh, I feel like if Fafita's name to start, I might just chuck it on him running at Bryce Cartwright's edge. Mitch Moses did a good job of in, on him uh, during Origin 3, but, I mean, we know how hard it is to contain this bloke, which is why he's got so many tries this year. So David Fafita for captain this week in the last game of the round isn't a really bad shout. Um, I'm not going with Captain Hines. I think 55% of captain, uh, 55 of teams or the top 5% of teams are actually captaining Nico Hines this week. I, I kind of don't really like the matchup too much for them against the Warriors in uh, in Auckland, I think it is. Uh, so not only do the Sharks not play well away from home, they don't play well against uh, top eight teams this year. The, the record's pretty 
pretty obvious. I think they're 0-7 against top eight teams. So uh, that'll be interesting to see how that one plays out. So I'm hoping he kind of flops, if if I'm completely honest. Uh, like I mentioned, Ponga VC, I brought Munster in, so he'll he'll definitely be there for me this week. I've got Manu Marju, Mulatalo, and then obviously I've got four non-players in Valence Tavare. I've got Johnston, Croker, and Munro on the bench, and then my fullbacks are Gutherson and Garrick. So that's how I am lining up this week. And the reason why I haven't put Gutherson and Fafida on my bench, because they're the last game of the week, one, Hopgood is two, but I could swap these two around, but I want to have the option to be able to flip to a Gutherson captain in the last game if I want to. So I've got the option then to to decide whether I want to go Gutho, Moses, or Fafida uh, as a captain for the last game of the round. So it gives me a bit of flexibility there. If, if something comes to play and, and there's some news, maybe you're a laid out or whatever, I can pivot on my captain and I don't get stuck. Um, all right, we've got some questions coming in. Hey, Zach, how are you, mate? Matty O'Brien sipping pina coladas has dropped into the comments. Uh, would I captain Val Holmes this week? Uh, against the Bulldogs, I think it is, isn't it? Uh, no, it's against uh, Manly. Against Would I captain Val Holmes against Manly? He's running at Kohler's edge, and Kohler's a relatively good defender. Uh, I mean, Saab isn't, but Kohler is. So... I don't know, maybe Semi may get, oh, sorry, maybe Murray Tuolangi gets a little bit more of an advantage than Val Holmes does. I don't know many people that get around Kohler too much. Um, but Val Holmes, I mean, look, with the goal kicking, if they put a score on Manly, it's very easy to do. Uh, I don't hate it at all. And I, I feel like it's probably a safe option. He's going to get you a minimum of 60 or 70. So you know he's not going to flop completely. It just depends on on how he holds up against Kohler on that edge. Um and he also says that he would go Gutho over Moses, which, yeah, look, fair enough. I, I just feel like Gutho's probably bagged a lot of cheap shit tries. Like, how many fucking tries has he got from dummy half? So I think he's got four or five in like three weeks or something. He just picks the ball up from dummy half on a break where the defensive line isn't set, and he just barges over when they least expect it. So I feel like he's got a lot of junk, Gutho. Um, so I'm a little bit hesitant to back Gutho in to get more junk, if anything. But I do like it when Dylan Brown is not there. He has picked up the slack a little bit. So he gets through the work. There's no doubt. And he's going to be fresh uh, from origin getting that, what, two and a half minutes at the end of the game there. Thanks, Freddie, for looking after my boy. Uh, yes, fourth world. Uh, Joey Manu is playing fullback again. Tedesco is being rested. No injury there, which is good for any owners. You don't need to panic or trade. But uh, Joey Manu owners would be very, very happy that he gets to go back to fullback and touch the ball. So I think he ends up touching the ball twice as much at fullback than any other. And I'd say if you've been following the pod, most people would have Joey Manu in their team at center. Um, all right. Uh, okay. So I'll tackle the rest of these questions. We'll go and have a look at some popular trades then. Sam Greenbury. Thanks for hopping on, mate. Piakura, Billy Smith, or Schuster for last reserve. Ooh, okay. Bit of a tough one. Schuster against the Cowboys. Uh, so the, the thing with Schuster is that what I feel happens with Schuster is that he he piggybacked off the back of Turbo, creating so much doubt out the back. And now that Schuster hasn't got that link with Turbo, and don't get me wrong, Garrick's a great player, but he's not Tom Trebojevic. I feel like maybe that hinders Schuster now. He needs to run the ball more. At the moment, all he's doing is drawing and passing. And when the defense knows all you're going to do is pass when you come to the line, you, don't, you can kind of play fake defense on him. So if Schuster starts running the ball a little bit more and actually testing the line, he'll be good. 
but I wouldn't be backing Schuster at all in a, as a play. If it, I, we sold him, I think over a month ago, um, I would probably say Billy Smith, if anything, which is weird because we sold him too. But Piakura has shown that the work rate isn't really there. The PPM isn't amazing. I think he got like 20 last week in 50-odd minutes. Oh, sorry, the week before. Um, Billy Smith is the only guy, as weird as it sounds, that potentially could get an 80 or 90, um, even though it was about bloody seven or eight weeks ago when he did it. I'd probably play Billy Smith personally. The problem is they come up against it, – it's hard because they come up against the storm, and it's not ideal. Um but that right edge is definitely not as defensively sound as the left. So take with that what you will. Probably not some great options, but I'd say Billy Smith, man. Um, and yeah, Manu C, definitely <laughs> definitely not the play this week. It, it is up against Melbourne. But I mean, Melbourne haven't been the same either. They haven't exactly been this kind of defensive powerhouse that they're known to be in, as pre, in previous years. So, And, and we know what Joey Manu can do. He's going to take 400 runs and, and all that. So he'll get through his work. Don't you worry about that. It's a pretty safe play but there's just not really much upside playing against Melbourne. <laughs> Cam's hopping on straight C on Stefano tonight. Uh, well, he is fresh. Didn't have to. He got rested from origin. Um, so the news came out that Freddie told him apparently that he'd been rested after the 13 minutes in origin that he played in, or, in state of origin too. So that was really good of Freddie as well. Fucking bizarre. Absolutely bizarre conversations. Uh, Zach, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, are we taking VC Ponga? How much? Uh, Look, I'm hoping for anything over 110. I think anything over 110, I'd probably be happy to just lock that in this week. Knowing that I've got a free loop, I don't have to cop an, a shit AE, um, I'd be pretty happy with 110, maybe 120. I mean, there are some good captain's options this week. That last game of the round is is really nice to target, but if you're getting 110, 120 and you get a free loop, I'd, I'd take it. If you've got a shit AE, oh, I'd probably say maybe 130 is the number. Um, let's hope. Let's hope. Buller, Will Shaw, Buller or AJ Toponga, I would definitely, uh, if we're talking AJ Alex Johnston or we're talking AJ Brimson, uh, Buller is a tough one. He's lost so much cash. I mean, it depends when you got him, really. Did you get him at 200K or did you get him at 450, 500 when the FOMO kicked in? Because if you did, he's probably now back to his price, isn't he? He's like mid-500s or something. And he's got a massive break even as well. So cash-wise, if it means anything to you, I'd probably go Buller to Ponga, considering that if we're talking AJ, uh, Alex Johnston, yeah, cool. So we're talking Alex Johnston. Uh, he's going to play two more games than him. Um, Alex Johnston, unfortunately, will miss, obviously, this week, and he'll miss round 26 as well. So if grand final head-to-head means anything to you or you're in some cash comps or whatever, Maybe Alex Johnson's the sell. He hasn't exactly been lighting it up. He's my, he's going to be my fifth center wing that I can play on matchups this year, and that's probably it for me. Um, I'd take the goal kicker as well with Moses. Yeah, perfect. So, uh, there and this is going to come up all weekend. So we could talk about it until the cows come home. Let's just hope Ponga goes massive. Hey, that would be ideal. Uh, Jason Clark's on. Hey mate, uh, I've gone IPAP to Fafida and Mulatalo to Munster via Manu. Interesting. I mean. I don't know whether I'd panic trade Mulatalo after one week. just depends when you got him. If you got him last week, you're probably a little bit pissed off. Um, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd, I'd stick strong with Mulatalo. I am personally. I'm not moving him. I'm not I'm not trading him. So, uh, But if it's the only way to get Munster in, then I'm fine. I can deal with that. I'm fine with that. Um, Matty would play Piakura for who? I can't remember who it was. Sam, uh, to answer your question, Matty would play Piakura. 
So there's a, a little bit of extra insight for you as well. Uh, Mark has a late note. <laughs> have a late note. Yeah, good, mate. No, no you, you have, uh, you are excused. You're always on first, mate. So thanks for joining us. Uh, yeah, got Buller. If you got Buller nice and cheap, mate, just take the cash and move him on. He's going to plummet and drop more cash. Um, I'd probably, yeah, I'd probably move him for Ponga this week and throw the VC on. Yeah, Paul, uh, Matrix is on holidays, mate. He went away for the for the weekend, I think, from from what he's told me. So uh, maybe he can answer because I know he's in the comments somewhere listening. Uh, keen to get opinions on captains this week as Chan's nickel clocks had worked so well for him last week. Um, yeah, didn't didn't work well, did it? But uh, that's okay. I mean, CNK wasn't going to light it up every single week, was he? Uh, we'll look through popular captains soon as well once I get through these questions. All right, Josh. Need to trade one of the following to a cheapier enough for Cleary, AJ, Panasini, or Jack DeBellin. All right. To get Cleary. Okay. So to get Cleary, you've got to trade one of these guys to enough. Alex Johnston, Panasini, or Jack DeBellin. I actually don't think any of them are a really bad option uh, to, to trade, I mean. Um, I feel like Alex Johnson obviously will play two less games, but maybe there's more attacking upside and a better opportunity there outside Cody Walker. Knows how to unlock him, so maybe hold Alex Johnston. Penasini, I mean, he's going to miss around 27 as well, we need to remember, for Eels. Uh, for anybody who's low on trades as well, you don't want to have to move four Eels in the final round and get caught short. Jack DeBellin is just your plug-and-play 50 to 60. He'll get you every single week. So I I don't know. It depends what your front row and second row looks like as well. Being a dual front row, second row that can get you 50 to 60, I don't know whether you need to trade him. I'd probably be looking at either AJ or Panasini, Josh. I'm just flip a coin on on which one, mate. I'd probably even just say the base in Panasini versus the upside and the try scoring in AJ. That's what you need to decide. Um, flip a coin. All right. Uh, Moses will kick goals. Yeah, he definitely will. Uh, bizarre, isn't it, that Freddie didn't uh, let Stephen Crichton kick goals for New South Wales the other night over Moses? I don't, I don't know what the game plan was there. That was a bit bizarre. Um, all right, let's have a look. Let's have a look at um, as we we slide back into teams and we'll look at players uh, and the most popular trades, and we'll have a look at a few some a few trends. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, all right. So most popular trade is David Fafita to a Jacob Preston. Oh, sorry. Jacob Preston to David Fafita. Bit of a no-brainer. 
Uh, people are trading out Valence Tavare as well to Blake Wilson, and I'm assuming the reason for that is to probably free up some cash maybe to get a guy like Fafita or Cleary. So I'm okay with that. I think Valence Tavaro probably won't see much more first grade this year based on his defensive efforts the last few weeks. Haven't been great. Uh, Damian Cook to Harry Grant. See, I don't agree with that one. I don't think you want to burn a traded hooker. I don't. I mean, maybe people are trying to get the final seven, the final number to have a flat 17 this week. I feel like you can find it elsewhere with with good teams on the buy, like Raiders and and uh, I mean, not many people have Dragons players, but. I don't know whether Damien Cook to Harry Grant's the answer. I'd hold Damien Cook. I mean, I'm hoping people move him so he becomes more of a pod. Uh, I'm just going to run with him on the run home. Dream Buller to Blake Wilson. Yep, agree with that one. Plummeting cash versus a guy who'll pick up some cash. Um, maybe even nuffs out. Or he holds that spot. I mean, we've just seen Jarrell Skelton get named and Josh Adokar be rested after, this, uh, after Origin. So it looks like Skelton coming in means that maybe Wilson has the right wing for the rest of the season. Who knows? We don't know. There's been so many of these things pop up. Can't guess it. Payne Haas to Tino. Uh, oh, I don't like that either. Payne Haas to Tino. Payne Haas is back next week. They've said that it's only a minor issue. He's back around 21. So I don't see the I don't see the point in trading Payne Haas to Tino. I think that's sideways. Jeremy Marshall King to Harry Grant is an interesting one. Jeremy Marshall King, apparently it was quoted that he will be back next week. Now, Take from that what you will. I've read it on two separate websites now, two separate articles, one from the Dolphins uh, on Jeremy Marshall King being back next week. So for anybody who's about to fall into the uh, the Harrison trap at hooker, I'd probably advise against it because uh, there's a good chance he's going to become either an AE nightmare or completely drop out of your team and you're going to be running with one hooker for the year. So I'd probably avoid that. Uh, Tavari to Munro, absolutely. Munro's about to make a stack of cash. If you don't have him, I'd probably want to get him in. But the problem is he doesn't play this week. So if you're short on numbers, you're in a bit of trouble. Um, the good thing is you can get him next week and you don't miss out on the cash. But a lot of people are just preemptively grabbing him now so that they can then work on potentially getting Cleary and all these other guns next week. So I get that. Bullet to Munro as well makes sense. Walker to Ponga. And Walker to Munster. So I'm doing the Walker to Munster move, the Walker to Ponga move. They both make sense in a way. If you don't have to move Cody Walker, I probably still wouldn't. I still like him. I still like Cody Walker. I think he could have a good run home. They've got a really nice drawer as well. It just They've just got a bit of travel to do, which isn't ideal. Um, all right. Most traded out. We've probably spoken about most of them. Harrison Edwards, obviously, is a trade out now. 3,000 teams have traded him out, which makes a lot of sense considering he hasn't been named and we're expecting to be able to rely on him last week and this week, unfortunately. Cody Walker, we've already talked about. Jared Croker, people are moving him on as well. Uh, he's probably my ticket to my fourth center wing gun. So I will probably trade him out next week as well. And then people are trading out AJ. So look, there's rabbitos in here. You know, you've got Cook, you've got Walker, you've got Johnston. So all of those that people are trying to make numbers up this week. I, I just urge everybody that if, if you know, you have to trade a Cody Walker out to get 17, I don't know whether it's worth it. Um, but anyway, food for thought. I'd probably maybe even hold, hold Cody Walker if Munster wasn't your target and maybe just try and go Damien Cook out, less upside. I don't know. Just my thoughts. Uh, most traded in for feeder, yes. Blake Wilson should be should be pretty good. Uh, Kalen Ponga, yes. Munster, yes. All, all no-brainers here. Tyron Munro, everyone's going early to get the cash, which is fine. Um, there's a good chance that he'll play the rest of the year on the right wing. And I know we've said that in previous pods, but 
uh, about other guys, and, and Richie Kennard is a perfect example of that. But I think we're pretty safe with Tyrone Munro for the year. Harry Grant, people are getting him. Yep, I get it. I just don't like going Cook to Grant. But, I mean, if you're playing the upside game, it, it kind of makes sense. Uh, Tino, yeah, I get Tino, definitely. I mean, can you get can you afford Tino and Fafita? I feel like you've probably got to pick between the two depending on how your team's set up. So I'd be picking Fafita every day of the week. Tino's been scoring tries after tries after tries the last few weeks, and that's going to stop eventually. Um, and you're buying him at peak price at 835K. Torhu Harris, pretty stock standard, solid. You know what you're going to get from Torhu. Um, so I'm fine with that trade. Harrison Graham, I'm not, uh, based on the news I've seen about JMK this week. So I'd reverse those trades on JMK. And Adam Fanua Blake, I don't like either. Not a big fan of that one. I feel like Adam Fanua Blake uh, has been on a bit of a down, uh, a downward climb. If we if we look at his stats very quickly. Uh, his what have we got four round five round average. I mean, 60 mid 60s, but he was looking at 80 85 there, so he's starting to kind of come back down to that price where you maybe would consider him. But I feel like there's probably just better options with you've got Tino, you've got Torhu, you've got a uh, Torhu's cheaper than 80. Um, Adam Fanua Blake as well. Uh, you've also got Joey Tarpany and you've got Payne Haas. Like, you can't also fit in it, Adam Fanua Blake into that mix. You probably need one of the top four, so. That is where I would probably be going with with that. Um, some more questions coming in. Yeah, Fitler must have chosen Crichton to kick. Yeah, that's definitely what happened, Zach. I think it just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Timiko to Murray Taolungi. Yeah, I mean, last week I spoke on the pod about Taolungi and how I kind of liked him on Sunday. Um, I don't mind him if you want a piece of that Cowboys pie that we spoke about. Um, Matty Timiko has been pretty good, though. Is it worth a trade? It just depends if it means you're going to get 17 players or not. Timiko isn't a guy you're going to want to hold because he's a genuine gun, though. I think Timiko's a guy maybe you want as a as a massive pod. And um, if you like Murray Taolungi to be that guy and you've got some trades up your sleeve, take the punt. Do it. I I was very close to getting Taolungi this week, and let's ho- I'm, I'm really still hoping I can reach him next week. Uh, I don't think I'm going to be able to, though, if he goes big again with that negative break even. Uh, Paul, down to last trades. Do I get Cleary or Tino? I have Haas, Tarpany, Harris, and enough in the front row, and then Hines and Johnston in the halves. Okay, this is a good question because it comes down to a bit of mail that I've got on Cleary not playing this week. So when we get to the Penrith game, uh, it's so words come out, and the source is relatively close to Isaiah Yo. Uh, the word has come out, and I've seen it two separate occasions now. Once on uh, Rugby League Guru was talking about it on beers and break-evens, and also I've then got a mate contact me and basically say, yeah, uh, none of the Origin players are going to be backing up for Penrith, and Cleary will not play either. So take from that what you will. It obviously isn't confirmed by the club or anything, but it is the inside word from someone who's close with his AEO. So be very careful if you're bringing in Cleary, considering they're playing on, at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, I would have a feeling that on 2 p.m. on Saturday, we're going to know what's going on there because you're probably going to see a ton of these guys drop off uh, and there's going to be some big changes in. So I'm fading Cleary this week. And if he plays, he plays. It's 130 break even. That's fine. I can just pass this week. And if I cop it, I cop it. But the mail is that he doesn't play. And I'm going to back that. Um, So I've I've left Cleary out this week. Uh, So maybe Tino's your answer, Paul. Uh, actually, no, definitely Tino's your answer because I don't think Cleary plays. 
Uh, any thoughts, Mark, on Dom Young being this week's Katoa on that edge? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Every chance. Um, I've got him down as a double try scorer in my multi tonight, if that's uh, worth anything. I think the Tigers defended the left edge really well last week. Um, obviously, Mulatalo only got 18. But uh, obviously, Katawa got a hat-trick. So I feel like Dom Young could probably tear that right edge apart as well. And just depends where where Ponga sweeps because Ponga does love going down the left edge. He kind of plays as a left edge, like a like a 5'8", really, but he just sweeps out the back a little bit more. So let's see. Let's see. Uh, I know that left edge is, is Ponga's preferred side. But maybe they look at the way that uh, maybe they look at the way the Sharks played against the Tigers last week, and they just pepper the right all night. I'd say so. Uh, and yeah, sorry, I didn't even read this, but yeah, you spot on. Markets is less dominant side. Uh, Semi Valame flying under the radar this week. Uh, yes, I think so. He does have a nice matchup. I know that the right edge of the Bulldogs. I think we're, are we talking the Bulldogs here? No, we're talking Manly, aren't we? Uh, the right edge of Manly concedes some tries. Um, yeah, we are. So the right edge of Manly concede, I think, uh, we put the try map up in the Discord. If you haven't dropped, joined the Discord yet, make sure you do it. Hop on in. Uh, the try map suggests that Valame could be in the running to score a try this week. So don't mind that shout at all. Yeah, and uh, absolutely bizarre, 45 people trading for feeder out this week. Some of these stats are fucking incredible. Um, makes, <laughs> makes absolutely no sense. I like going through at the end of every week and just having a look and going, who brought? Who traded out Nico Hines? Like some people are just doing the most the weirdest shit. Obviously, they don't watch podcasts or anything, and they kind of just don't really. Maybe even don't follow Supercoach. So, um, yeah, kind of funny. Uh, downgraded. So crazy praying mantis downgraded Cook to Verrill so he could get for Feeder and Tino. I mean, I don't hate that. I don't hate that at all. Um, if you're gonna, and it just depends who your other hooker is, really. Um, you know, if you got if you had Grant and Cook, you've definitely got to downgrade one. There's no point having both. Uh, or if you had like a, you know, if you had a Marnie or or a Blake Braley or someone like that that you could rely on that was half decent, and then your other hooker was someone in the bin, yeah, go go down to a Verrills. Verrills looks decent. Um, and if that means you can get a Fafita and Tino combination, holy shit, that is huge. So take that and run. Take that and run. Um, all right, very quickly, let's talk about the changes that we know of so far. So uh, I'll quickly slide over to the tab on Zero Tackle. Get rid of these ads on the page. All right, here we go. So as you can see here, Dane Gagai's out tonight. So he was uh, dropped or, or kind of removed. Uh, with, he's still got that plantar fascia issue, I think. It's that foot issue. So he's out. Tanari, uh, Anari Tuala's in. No other changes for the Knights uh, and no changes for the Tigers. So, you, you know, the big ones here, I guess, are Appy Coruscant to see how he comes back from that broken jaw. Isaiah Papali and John Bateman on the edges. Uh, IPAP being on the left edge now, I don't actually mind that. Uh, he is running at Frizzell, though, which is an ideal. Uh, yeah, he will be running at Frizzell on the left edge, which is an ideal. Lachlan Fitzgibbon running at uh, Bateman. So not too bad. Not too bad. Uh, Adam Elliott at lock. Fanua Pole is an interesting one as well. 350K, I think he is, for the Tigers. He's dual front row, second row. Uh, might be a nice downgrade option if you're looking for someone to free up a little bit of cash as well and someone that you know is going to play for the next six, seven weeks. Uh, or se- Sorry, seven to eight weeks. Obviously, the Tigers have finished all their buys now. So I don't mind Fanua Pole if you're looking to free up a little bit of cash as maybe your fifth or sixth 2RF or your fourth front row forward. 
Uh, I probably wouldn't rely on him to do any more than that. Uh, all right, next one we've got uh, is the Bulldogs and the Broncos. The changes have come through for this one. Now, Josh Adokar, like I mentioned, is out. Skelton is in. The rest of the team are 1-17. to And then we've also got Corey Oates, unfortunately, out. Uh, he's I can't remember exactly what it was, but he's going to be out for a while by the sounds of things. So Jesse Arthurs comes in on the wing for him. Uh, and from what it looks like, they're play- Selwyn Cobbo's moving over to the left wing. Uh, Jesse Arthurs to the right wing. So that's interesting. So uh, Selwyn Cobbo could be in the try conversation. And Tristan Taylor, uh, sorry, Tristan Saylor could be in the conversation for any time try scorer this week as fullback score very well against the Bulldogs. Uh, I think they've got the most tries this year out of any out of any other team at fullback versus the Bulldogs. So uh, I wouldn't mind taking Saylor as an anytime try scorer as well. Uh, the, the only other game that we have left is Manly versus North Queensland. We'll flip over to that one real quick. They're both 1-17. to 17. Uh, All players are named to back up from Origin as well. So your DCE and Jake Turbo are there. They've still got Sean Kepi in the extended bench though. So we don't know how that'll play out. Uh, and why they're playing Aaron Woods over Sean Kepi absolutely baffles me. I'm not sure what's going on there. Uh, all the Cowboys are named to back up too. So very good news for those of you sweating on Jeremiah Nanai potentially with that hip pointer issue. Val Holmes, obviously. Uh, Scotty Drinkwater is nice and fresh, but probably revitalized and pretty excited about being involved in New South Wales camp. So good on him. Jason Tamalolo still off the bench. Cotter at lock. So um, those are the teams that we've seen changes from so far. All right. Val Masterclass, yeah, probably. Probably probably will happen considering I'm not an owner and you are, Matty. Um, all right. I think we've tackled all of the questions. Uh, we've tackled most popular trades. Uh, guys, if there's no other questions, we'll wrap up the episode. Hopefully everybody has a good week this week and see some green arrows. Just a, a little kind of wrap up from me. Obviously, uh, a big thanks to the major sponsor of the podcast, the Standard Squeeze. If you haven't heard of them, go and hop on the website, thestandardsqueeze.com. You've got a the Insight 15 code, the promo code there to use to get yourself 15% off. So they've got quality products. They've got some apparel as well, which looks pretty mean. Um, they've got the four-in-ones. They've got the squeeze bottles. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, we'll get you 15% off at checkout. So... Uh, and obviously, if you uh, are in the, hopefully you're in the Molten Unlimited League in Supercoach this year, we will get you, uh, or if you win, uh, you've got a Supercoach ring. And every single week, if you're the highest scorer in that league, you get yourself a combo pack or a four-in-one. So pretty uh, pretty cool from the, the guys at Standard Squeeze. We thank them for their support. Uh, and yes, Fourth World Ponga, 150 plus would be absolutely ideal. We would love that. Um. All right, guys, I'll leave you to it. Good luck this week. Hopefully your trades work out. Um, Plenty to talk about. And if you want to stay up to date in the Discord, I'm going to drop the Discord link uh, right here in the chat after we finish up. So just come back to the video. It'll be in the the comments section. Join in. We'll talk about our trades and our moves because obviously things are going to need to change a fair bit this week. You might need to pivot here and there on a trade or a move that you made because maybe a player gets ruled out late or something like that. So especially with all of these rumors floating around about Cleary not playing and the Penrith origin players potentially not backing up. Obviously Tedesco isn't backing up either. Neither is Paddy Carrigan. So there's a bit happening and we always know that there's restings after origin three. So definitely keep, uh, keep an eye out and, and make sure you keep the trades nice and fluid. You're going to need to all the best this week, guys. 
Uh, we'll be back for the Sunday show to wrap up the whole week. Until then, you've been listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. We'll catch you later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 